Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. So uh, Aurora and I are very excited. Aurora's like sitting here wagging our tail right now because we're super excited to talk about today's episode. Um, actually, we were, because we are official travel agents, uh, we do have to do our research and keep up with things. We were researching, looking at everything with the uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort Hotel that Disney has built. Um, and as we were watching that, Aurora was sitting there and saying, you know, what else is there something else that could match this is there something else that could be done similar to this that would rival this and uh, first thing that came to our mind was Harry Potter of course so a Harry Potter new Harry Potter resort isn't confirmed coming or anything like that there's no validity to any of this uh, it's just something that we came up with while we were watching um, YouTube videos on uh, reviews of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel um, so we decided that we would make a video um, talking about that. But before we get into it, we will mention, uh, just like we did just now, we are official travel agents. We specialize in Disney, Universal, World Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, Sandals Resort, you name it, we can, we can pretty much take care of it for you guys. So if you're looking to take a trip, um, looking to get away, uh, especially now that um, you know COVID has kind of subsided, mass policies pretty much everywhere have kind of went away, Feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to help you book your next set of magical memories. Uh, it is completely free service. We don't take any um, any additional fees on there. It's uh, commission fees that actually come from the resort, come from Disney. Uh, it's the same price that you would pay if you're booking it yourself. Those fees are built in. Uh, so either you're paying it straight to the resort or straight to Disney or whoever, um, or it, it's coming to us and uh, we can give Aurora some extra treats. And she's definitely wagging her tail about that right now. But uh, we are very excited about today's episode, talking about it, you know, talking about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Quick side note, you know, we we were down on it. We didn't think it was going to be that great of an experience. After looking and seeing a lot of the reviews, after looking and seeing everything that goes on, I do think there is a price point that it makes sense. I do think there's a price point that says, hey, we really want to go do this. Uh, right now, at the $6,000 mark, I don't think that makes sense for two people. It's like $4,800, so basically $500 uh, or Forty-eight, yeah, forty-eight hundred dollars to five thousand um, dollars. So basically, I mean, we wouldn't do it for that price. But if this can get lowered to thirty-five hundred to four thousand dollars, I think this could make sense. Um, you know, I would, uh, I, I would, you know, definitely dress up, be into it all, um, go there for a fully immersive experience. It's like a giant murder mystery show. It's like a giant escape rooms. Um, I, I think it's a really good opportunity, and they do a good job with it. The the big things I have a problem with is you can't do everything within your one voyage, so you are going to have to return to try and do different things that you didn't get to see the first time. Um, there's no guarantee you're going to get to see everything, even if you even if you go to two trips. So there is some some things that are a little bit clunky there, and there are things that are not that pleasant as far as some of the food has been a little bit of a downer for most people, for most people, um, in their reviews, and then. Um, you know the entrance exit uh, some of the things that you know happen with your itinerary has kind of been a down point for some people but we do want to capitalize on that when we're talking about a Harry Potter hotel so getting into Harry Potter now um, essentially we thought about okay who is someone that wants to either one-up Disney or likes to replicate what Disney's doing and try to you know match them in in that regard and so first off was Universal and we went through all the different IPs. We thought about it. We are going to do a couple of other IPs We are going to do a couple other resorts like this um, and spitball ideas, but first uh, That came to mind was obviously Harry Potter. There's so much content um, So much going on out there um, So yeah, 
Galactic Star Cruiser is a brand new concept, and I do think others will grasp this concept and at some point. You know, build on to this and, and capitalize on it just like Disney did. Um, if you can get the proper funding, that's going to be the biggest challenge for people. Now, strengths to the Star Wars Hotel is that you have a day a day excursion on Batuu. It's not the full day because you do want to get back for your activities on the Star Cruiser, um, but you do have an excursion that you go into the Hollywood Studios Park. Uh, service is fantastic. Uh, the The food's pretty good. I would say it's a strength, but it's not. An overall strength when it comes to like paying a six thousand dollar price tag, I think the food could be a little bit more upper echelon from there. But it, but it's okay, it's strong. Okay, uh, it's indoors. Everything is indoors, uh, which gives you a fully immersive experience, which is nice. And the talent that's there, um, that's a really good strength of theirs as well because they have great talent, amazing actors, amazing people on staff that are theatrically trained. So they've done a great job in doing that in a way that most people can't. You know, Universal's always kind of fallen. A little short when it comes to that when it comes to like their staffing being fully immersed fully into it is a little bit different type of person that will work at a universal as a pair as compared to a disney now they got it right with harry potter world so i think they can get it right in their parks as well later on but you don't have to be fully immersed in universal the way their parks are structured the way that you do in disney so we'll see if that changes with epic universe now the weaknesses of the star wars Galactic Star Cruiser is um, it's unpersonalized. Um, it is only for extroverts. Uh, the price and the value, everybody harps on that. Um, there's some some overstory. Um, all right, so so it's the same overstory. No matter what, if you go twice, if you go three times, it's the same story over looming every time. Yes, your little adventure, your story may be different along the way, but the over looming story and the over looming theme is always the same. Okay, and it's only Disney characters. It's not the old generation, old school characters that you get to see and interact with, and I think that's something that's a bit of a challenge as well. Okay, now talking about we talked about the strengths and weaknesses. Now Universal does often try to match Disney in many ways. Can they match this? The answer is yes, they can. If you look at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, they did a wonderful job, and it is on par, if not better, than what Disney has. I would say that you know that the Harry Potter experience that they have at Universal is probably the best immersive experience in the theme parks. There are things that come close. Yes, Star Wars is very close, but there's a lot more to do in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter than there is to do in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge as of right now. That could easily change, but that that is something. Um, the characters and the actors and everything get really bought in the same way that Disney does. I think it's the same level of service. Uh, the different foods and things that you can try. I think they're both on par. A um, little bit more crowdedness in the Harry Potter area, honestly, because it's the best park of the the best part of the parks. Um, I think it's across the board. It's not even arguably. But um, the answer here is the obtained wizard learning school. And that would be Owls, right? So this would be the name of the resort. Uh, it would be the Owls Resort, but essentially it would be Hogwarts, right? It's a Hogwarts resort um, with the name of your obtained wizard learning school experience, which is Owls, which is this, which is the classes that uh, you know the tests that Harry and them all have to take uh, to to graduate from school, right? So it, it ties in really well that way. Uh, that's the name that we came up with. Essentially, uh, this would become your experience and visit the Hogwarts. How epic would this be? This would play out a story of Hogwarts 
multiple stories of Hogwarts, by the way. And then that's where we can capitalize on what Disney has done with Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Um, now, the resort could be located outside of Orlando or LA. It, could, it doesn't have to be located in a place that has Universal Parks already. And I th say that because right now the biggest challenge that I have, one of the big challenges I have, and one of the big challenges a lot of people have, is when they go to Disney, they want a Disney experience. Yes, diehard Star Wars fans and people who love Star Wars are going to be willing to go for Star Wars, but you're going to be so enticed to stay at Disney beyond that Galactic Star Cruiser stay so that you can go to Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, like so you can go experience those things and get full day experiences there. The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser experience, yes, there's so much to do. You basically have a theme park inside the resort. There's so much to do while you're there, activities and things. You don't need to leave. And so if you do, you're going to miss out on things. So why not take that experience and take away that temptation to go to the parks? I think this would be the better route. Also, Universal is landlocked. Uh, pretty much because they're building the epic universe on land and all that stuff. They don't have as much land as Disney does. So I think this could make a lot of sense and grow their footprint beyond just their two parks that they have. And essentially that would give them a huge leg up on Disney when it comes to um, you know the theme park, immersive entertainment experiences um, because Disney only has two in the U.S. and they probably only will have two in the U.S. This is a way to kind of put a theme park type resort in an area that has a lot more impact to that market than just Universal, and they're not competing with anyone else, okay? So say, for instance, this is located in the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania or the Kentucky Mountains. Um, I, I like the mountain aspect because uh, this would give different seasonal experiences. So snow uh, would be in the winter, you, you know, you have fall days, etc., things like that. So um, it also allows outdoor space because the mountains and the forest can hide other things outside so you can go out and still be immersed in that experience. You know, there's places in Kentucky where I'm driving and there's nothing. There's nothing except mountains all around you. Take that land, build this experience there, <coughs> and then you're fully immersed. There's nothing else you can see. It's literally you are in the wizarding world, right? And that's what I think would be a really cool experience here. And that's why I think you should do it in the mountainous areas. Plus, those two economies, the Pocono Mountains and, um, you know, Kentucky Mountains, both of those, this would be an amazing economical impact. So, state, the county, the city, everybody would be working with you to get this accomplished and it would be a huge, huge influx of economical power, um, jobs and things like that into that market, which would be fantastic. Um, so first off, let's start with your entrance experience, okay? Everybody knows a big thing of all the entrances, there's always some big entrance thing, uh, you know, with the first two or three star uh, Harry Potter movies and, you know, when it comes to taking the train and then you're on the boats and then it comes to <clears throat> your they drive the car the enchanted car and then there's the night bus and then there's the the chariots that are are pulled by the the horses that you can't see right um so i i think that the the thestrals so anyway um i think that the form like what you would do is there'd be a pre-filled out form okay for each person staying okay this makes it a very personalized Experience. I think that's something that Star Wars doesn't do as much that they could do more of is make this a fully personalized experience, which makes it even more immersive. <clears throat> okay, what we're trying to deliver here to match what Disney's doing is provide greater value for what you're getting. Essentially, when you leave the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, you leave with memories, you leave with thoughts, and that's it. You don't really have anything unless you want to pay extra for things to take home and all this stuff. 
So we're trying to match that value. This is a way to do that. You have the pre-filled out form for every person staying. This form would help to determine your house in advance. You wouldn't even know until you get there. And then they sort you into your houses, okay? For a personalized experience for you, okay? And your whole family doesn't get sorted in the same house. Now, there's a trick to how that's gonna work when it comes to rooms and everything. Here's what we have. You arrive to a small lake with a boat ride or a train, which would be the Hogwarts Express, or preferred parking would travel through flu powder. Also, I think they would have a night bus experience, which could take you through the night bus. Um, you could have a preferred parking that instead of flu powder, maybe they drive you from the parking lot in the in, what looks like the enchanted car to the um, resort. So there's, there's multiple different things I think you can do there. Um, you could even do a shuttle ride that looks like a little... I mean, I don't know if you could really do it that well, but it would be kind of like a monorail system, but it would only be little, a lot of little enchanted cars that you get in and you kind of fly and sway back and forth as you go. I don't know. There's a lot of things you could do there. But anyway, it gives a different experience. So if you go to the resort, how do you want to get there? Do you want to take the boat right across the boat, uh, across the river in the little boats? Okay, so this would be attached to a track that you would you know, literally be on the track going through the water, just like they do in the original Harry Potter movie. You could take the Hogwarts Express over, um, which would basically be your shuttle system. Then you have a monorail system like the Enchanted Car. And then you'd have the, the night bus that would take you from the airport um, to get you there in the first place. And then you could have um, a flu powder entrance as well if you want that would kind of flip the room behind you and, and all of a sudden you're in the room that you need to be in, okay? Upon entrance is uh, stairs to the Sorting Hat um, experience, okay? Uh, people would be uh, broken up, or and it's lunch at the same time, right? So people would be broken up into their family groups and they'd sit at the very long tables just like they have. Same as the Galactic Star Cruiser experience where you get there and then you, know, you get a meal pretty quickly as to being there. Upon your entrance, um, you know, your bags are taken from you and they're taken to your room for you. You don't have to worry about anything. They will take care of your bag and everything that you need. They'll take it to your room right away for you. You sit and eat while everyone gets sorted, okay? There's probably gonna be, if you have 100 rooms, there's probably gonna be about 300 people on average staying in there if it's at full capacity. Um, so it'll probably take you about an hour if you give like, you know, if you gave up to 10 minutes for each person, you'd be somewhere around an hour. Um, for everybody to get sorted or whatever. So that wouldn't be too big a deal. You could definitely do this and pull it off. So you're sitting there eating while you see other people get sorted. Your name would get uh, called or you know the group of people would get pulled up or, or however it would work to get people up there and be sorted. But essentially all the groups would come up there like they would say, okay, the Johnson family come up, the um, Smith family come up and then you know each of them will come up and then they would each get sorted, right? Uh, there's a videographic ceiling above you changing the theme uh, depending on the season and what's going on just like in the movies right this videographic screen could be amazing it could be epic experience for you when you walk in and you see what looks to be like the floating candles and things but then outside of that then you've got um, you know uh, another theme the next night where it's not those floating candles and it's a, a starlight experience or maybe it looks like it's snowing above you or something like that very similar to kind of how Disney has done in the um, Bell's, um, Bell's Castle when you go eat in there so I think that's something that could be really really cool um, multiple long tables um, just like the movies where everybody is sitting there's a plethora of food the first night as you're eating 
uh, seasonal changes slightly. You know, they'll have some specials and things depending on the season, which would be great additions and would make you want to go back and kind of see what's going on there. But teachers are introduced as well as itinerary um, and activities. Okay, so your teachers are introduced. They describe them. They name them. Um, to you and then they give you brief descriptions of itineraries activities and kind of the rules and things as you're going around okay let's talk about the itineraries this is another way to capitalize on the star wars galactic star cruiser experience okay and the weaknesses that it does have there's one main story for the galactic star cruiser this experience can capitalize on multiple ones at a star wars themed resort because you have seasonal uh, seasonal changes maybe it's weekly changes it could be quarterly monthly whatever um and essentially you could have, uh, we came up with a few, the Chamber Sun, which is a basilisk, like a teenage basilisk uh, is unleashed uh, from the Chamber of Secrets again, and you are in the school at the time of this happening, which would be very unique. You could do some really cool experiences there and really cool storylines. Um, you could do Dark Lord Rising, and so it's a murder mystery type of game as, hey, who's gonna be the next Voldemort? There's someone in the school that's doing some bad things. Who is it? We need to find out who it is. And there's a random person that looks like a guest that's dining with you and all these things. And, you know, him and his family and are there. And all of a sudden, you know, it turns out that he's the, the evil person at the end. That could be a really cool murder mystery type of experience. Um, some of these would maybe be more adult focused than it is kid focused. And that would be a good way to change it up as well. House Wars. Um, is another one we have which is similar to the Galactic Star Cruiser, you know, Hufflepuff and Slytherin versus Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Um, you'd have two teachers quarreling to see who's going to be the next headmaster of the school and um, or four teachers quarreling, whatever, and uh, you're just trying to get that headmaster to be the next headmaster of Hogwarts, right? So which is a competition type thing similar to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser where it's like them versus them, right? Um, First Order versus Resistance. And school shutdown which would be um, the ministry would be looking to shut down the school and you need to show them how much you've learned and how great this school is with all the things that you learn as you go around the school, okay? Which I think would be fantastic as well, okay? Um, the other thing that you can do is you can go back in time and you can recreate experiences or recreate things that happened in the movies and, and showcase some old characters with CGI or video projections or even on paintings and things at times. Maybe you see Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter. Maybe you see uh, Ron... Weasley. Maybe you see Hermione. Maybe you see them grown up because it's not that far in the past. Maybe these are things that you can do to incorporate the old school and the old gen people because that's the big thing that Disney has messed up on, I think, is that they don't show Luke. They don't show Darth Vader. It's not about those characters. It's all about the Disney characters that they want to push right now for their own greedy purposes. And they're getting away from the real experience, realistic experiences of um, or, or the old school experiences that the old school fans are going to have with Luke, Leia, Han, and all that. Now, this will capitalize on variability um, of the stories to make repeat visitors, and I think that would be really, really cool experience for this. The rooms, okay? Let's get to the rooms. Stairs will go to your common room, okay? Essentially, you take stairs to different common rooms. Um, they would basically be, you know, cylinder-like um, chamber room, chamber buildings that go up in, in long, tall cylinders. Um, and then there would be different rooms within those cylinders. Now, um, there's like the, the con you'd have elevators that go to the room, right? So you take stairs to your common room lobby area. Okay. And then there's a separate little lobby and there'd probably be four to six of these uh, mini hotels basically behind the main room um, and those are all cylinder shape um, 
you know, like castles uh, that go up. And then once you get to that mini lobby, you take the elevator up to your correct floor, and then there's probably two or three rooms per floor, right? So then um, you get into your room, and the beds are themed for your house you were placed in, okay? So literally, when they pre-assign your rooms, when they pre and obviously this will give you, they will have to take at least one, maybe two days of downtime to prep all the rooms and do all the cleaning and all that, make sure everybody's houses are correct and everything before they get there. Yes, they will have to make sure of that. And if people want to change rooms at the last minute, that's going to be a problem. But I think they could figure it out. I, I don't think that would be too big a thing here. Um, and essentially, everybody's going to have the same view. Everybody's going to have the same thing going on with some of the experiences. We'll get to that in a second. So the room is themed to you. Um, this would make it more about you than what Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser does. It's more about you, your experience being personalized to you, and I think that's a really good way of capitalizing on that. Some examples, like a family room with four beds around a circular room, or three beds, one couple's bed, and two twin beds. So that's the way you kind of change up some of the rooms, even though they all have the same size of space. You could maybe look at suites and things as well, which I'm sure you could figure out, and those could probably be higher up in the hotel, um, maybe the penthouse rooms. Um, but for the most part, I do see this being, you know, families, um, you know, couples would probably be fine with having a couple extra twin beds in the room or whatever. Now, couple, uh, there's a couple small chairs in each room, uh, but screens on the walls and windows with clear screens that slide back. So essentially, when you look out, you would see Buckbeak flying around every now and then. You would see owls flying around. You'd see other wizards flying outside your window, okay? But... If you don't want to see that and you want to see the real outside and get access to it, you slide back that screen that projects all of that on there, and then you actually have a real window you can open up to the outside if you want to. Um, it doesn't have to open up. Most resort hotels and things like that don't have opening windows, so um, I don't think it's a big deal if they don't open up, but you, know, you could have them open up if you want to and get some actual fresh air. Uh, so that's a good thing. It capitalizes on some of the things that people have challenges with as far as like Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, you don't actually get outside very much except for your day excursion. So that's a way to capitalize on that. But this would be a really cool experience to really immerse you like, oh my God, butt beef just flew over, look at him. Okay, that'd be so neat. It's easily easy to program in the rooms, comes up every so often. It's just a big loop that plays over and over with different owls or people flying around. I think that would be great and really immerse you. Animatronic owl in the wall slash window background okay so it sends mail for you too and can wake you up so essentially this this owl is inside a cage that's kind of like embedded in the wall that looks like behind it is a screen of the outside so it can literally get out and fly away if it wants to and deliver mail so if you want to deliver mail all you have to do is stick it in a little slot that puts it in the cage with the owl and then you hit send okay and once you hit send what happens is you know maybe it's two minutes later, five minutes later, whatever it is, that wherever you placed it, whatever it gets placed on there, um, actually goes away and it drops down uh, through a mail chute to the main room um, of the hotel, and then they actually mail something out for you. So it looks like the owl sent it for you. So if you hit that button, leave your room, come back, the letter's gone, the owl's still there, but it actually gets delivered, so it looks like the owl delivered it for you. Okay, so that would be really cool. Twin beds have custom bedding for your house. Couples have Hogwarts blanket, okay? So if you are a couple that's there and both you have different houses, you're gonna have a Hogwarts blanket, okay? With house pillows customized for you. So you can swap the pillows depending on what side of the bed you wanna sleep on. Um, 
there's a screen just above your bed which would have the house of yours that you're in with your name waving like a flag um, on the wall which would be really really cool I think um, it would be very dimly lit so it wouldn't keep you up at night or anything um, but essentially that would have your name if it's a couple there'd be like a slash down the middle and then it would have blue and red if it's Ravenclaw and Gryffindor and then it would have your name with the house crest above it so really awesome experience there again making it more personalized okay unused beds would just have a standard Hogwarts set um, so if you have your kids or if you don't have kids but you're staying in a family room you know there'd be two beds with just Hogwarts uh, Hogwarts um, sheet set and everything there'd be howlers beside the door when you enter for communication to come to you okay so so literally it will communicate to you if there's things you need to get ready for to remind you obviously your phone would probably do that as well because they're gonna have to develop an app for this um, but that would be a really cool way of you know just letting you know things that are going on is having that howler there, similar to the droid that you have at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Looks kind of like a mailbox, um, and then opens to a screen with a howler, uh, so it gives you messages. I don't know, maybe it doesn't have to have that. I don't know, doesn't matter. Anyway, classes. Okay, so this is something we're going to get into is the itinerary um, classes. While you're there, you will have mandatory classes that must be attended. Okay, so everybody kind of gets their well-rounded, you know, wizarding um, learning. Um, and at different times you would have these okay so you have to take these courses say it's four or five courses <clears throat> but you can take them kind of when you want depending on when they occur so you make your itinerary as a group or individually when you arrive um, now the classes will fill up so you're gonna need to try and get in there just like in college and <clears throat> you know pick your classes before everybody takes them up right now everyone will experience the classes they need Flying, potions, wands, and herbology, I think, could be the four core classes that you have. Flying would be a virtual simulation um, experience that you take. Herbology in the greenhouse uh, is where you would plant an actual plant of your choice and you actually get to take it home. A wand, um, wand class would be effects that show you um, engage in... Um, just like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal with different wand stunts throughout the room. So everybody would take place, get in line, just like they did uh, for the Boggart scene um, of Prisoner of Azkaban, and they would take turns casting the spells, right? And if you mess up and you have to do it again, that counts against you. If you mess up, it counts against you. So you get points for getting things right. You get you you know, you know don't get points for getting things wrong. So you kind of get negative points for getting things wrong. So this is a way they would kind of keep up with who wins the house cup at the end of everything. So I think that's really, really cool. Same thing with potions. Potions would be um, baking, cooking, or mixology, depending on your age. So there's different age groups for all of these different classrooms and experiences, because we know the little, little kids won't be able to do all the things the big, the, the adults can, but they would have a different uh, curriculum they'd be doing during these classes. And then you uh, would actually take back what you make. You know, if it's, a, if it's a drink, if it's food, if it's something you baked, you actually get to take it back to your room for later, uh, for a snack. All classes would have educational teaching um, beyond it. So after you get through the actual activity, they would also teach you about some lore or history of you know Harry Potter, Hogwarts, that type of thing. Um, and you would have tests later on this, um, which would you know whether you pass your owls or not. And literally, you could fail. You could not pass your owls, and then maybe you need to come back, uh, which would be a good way to get people to come back as well. But there's engagement for all ages. Um, electives would be activities that you can take at your downtime. So you don't have to do them, but can if you want. That's the thing with Galactic Star Cruiser. There's not as much downtime, I think, as you would like to have, ideally. And this would give you a way of, hey, when it's downtime, you can do these things if you want. If you don't, 
There's gonna be a pool. There's gonna be a fitness center, spin studio, hiking, kayaking, ice skating, a spa. This would be a huge advantage over the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser because you don't get to get outside very much. Every day you could during your downtime and do these other outdoor activities and things. Okay, so you have a pool, you have a fitness center. That is not Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser doesn't have that. So these are ways to make it a classier hotel for people that do want to get some rest time and relax. Um, so during their downtime, they could do the recreational things. Now, if you don't, you can do electives, okay? Quidditch tryouts would be skills training, exercise, kind of like gym class, um, and it's beside the gym so that parents can exercise while the kids practice. So if, they, if the kid wants to try out for Quidditch, cool, kids, kids get dropped off, and the parents get to go to the gym and exercise, right? There's a pensive class which is essentially a theater showing Harry Potter movies. Um, so it looks like the pensive when you walk in, you're getting to see these memories of, of history of Hogwarts and things. Um, Hogsmeade field trip, which would be like shopping. So it's kind of same as the park now. They'd have a Hogsmeade area where people could go shop and get merchandise and things like that if they wanted to do that during their downtime. Um, butter beer making. So you actually could make your own butter beer. They'll teach you how to do it. You could do non-alcoholic or alcoholic. You actually get to take it home, which I think, again, is another personal experience. You get to take this home with you. Um, Wizard's Chess, learning the game and the competition. So you'd actually learn about it. You would play in like a small little tournament. You'd watch people. You'd cheer for them, that type of thing, similar to Sabak and kind of what they have at Star Wars Glide Star Cruiser Hotel. Okay. So those are the electives, I think. There's obviously a lot of other things you can do, but these are the ones that I think would be the core ones. Now, extra features for immersion. You could have drones outside that actually fly every now and then that look like owls. It looks like wizards on brooms, you know, in the distance. Um, even a large one that looks like Buckbeak, if you could figure that out. Childcare activities, you know, crafts and things like that so the parents can get away and go to the spa and stuff like that. Because at the Star Wars Glide Star Cruiser, I feel like when you leave, you're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. You've done so much. You never got a lot of downtime. And I think this is a way that they can really capitalize on this for some of the older um, people or some of the people that just don't want to go, 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 and they need some time and don't want to be extroverts all the time. They can get a taste of it, but then they can go do their own little thing, okay? Um, Quidditch matches on TV would be made to look like they're live. Obviously, you can change the TV if you want to regular TV, but it'd be so much cooler if you get to do it. Um, you know, if you get to watch what looks like a Quidditch match happening live, and you can root for your your um, your house, which would be cool. Now, there would be adults only. Uh, you know, Hogshead Bar. Um, obviously, animatronics in the dark forest in the distance that you actually can't get to. That would be like a unicorn or centaurs or spiders, and your kids could sit and watch from the distance. Um, that would be a really cool way of immersing the hikes and um, the kayaking and, and things like that. If you want to go out and do things during your downtime, you'd still get a taste of Harry Potter while you're there. The attire. Okay, so let's get into the attire. You would be provided robes to wear throughout the experience and take home. And take home. Guys, those robes are like 150 bucks. They're, they're super expensive at Universal. So again, let's give you this awesome value. You get to take this home. You go to Universal, you pay that money, you go to Universal, you don't get that because you have to pay for it extra. Let's let you take this home. That would be awesome. So this would be huge as you don't really take much from the Galactic Star Cruiser with you uh, home except for the memories you made. Um, and you would have a wand assigned to you. Okay, So that wand could interact with the app on your phone. Uh, for adults, and if you're a kid, obviously you don't have to worry about that, but that wand would have a little chip in it. It's it's designated to you. So when you go to wands class, you put it over the little um, sensor on the table, it recognizes you, and then you get scores throughout the class depending on how well you do. Okay? So, you know, 
it, that wand is assigned to you telling them, hey, this kid is at this desk, this student is at this desk, and this is how they're doing depending on what the teacher says. So the teacher will give you points, and then that correlates with your desk sensor to say, okay, this is the student that got those points. So it's really, really cool experience. Um, the wand w could be um, inserted at classrooms, like I said, to register you and your performance in the class. TV is common. Um, there's a TV in the common room. That you have the ability to turn it into a moving photo on the wall, okay, which is just you know a loop of you know a, a ghost or whatever that's in your room, um, or a, not a ghost, but a painting, a moving painting. Um, or you can turn it to the TV, but you'd have to use a wand remote, which is really, really cool um, experience. So that that's cool as well. There's a lot of ways that you can make the TVs and things there that are that would be very immersive. Um, the length of your stay, I'm thinking that you have to make this like a three night experience. It would be a better value because you are staying for three nights instead of two nights, the Stars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, because I feel like they're trying to jam so much into your time while you're being while you're there that you are exhausted, that you're go, go, go. You don't have downtime. You don't have the amenities. You don't have a pool or a spa or a fitness center to rest and relax and do the things that you want to recharge and get away from some of the stress of what you're going through with the interactive experiences. So I think this would give you more time to have that downtime and really enjoy it as a resort as well. The food. Okay. First lunch would be a backyard barbecue type made for you for your special day at school. They don't want to take you away from home. They want you to feel like you're at home still a little bit that first day. Uh, first dinner would be a Durmstrang chef's prepared dinner. Would be Russian, German, English pub style food. And there'd be a Durmstrang fire show. Breakfast would be uh, similar to Three Boomsticks at Universal, um, which is great. Lunch would be sandwiches, salads, grilled cheese sandwiches, soup, etc. You know, that just standard type of lunch stuff. Dinner on the second night would be uh, Bobaton, uh, gymnastics and art show with French, Spanish, and Italian food. Um, same breakfast again on the second day. Lunch would be the same. Dinner uh, on the third day would be like the three broomsticks style. So ribs, chicken, fish, corn, etc. They have amazing, amazing food there. Um, so I think that would be awesome. And then breakfast on the, the last day when you're checking out would be the same as before. Um, and desserts and meals would have a wizardly flair as well. So I'm thinking dry ice effects for food and things when it comes out, melting domes uh, for dessert that like looks like it vanishes, surprise uh, ooze in cakes and stuff like that, dessert vegetable illusions for kids so it looks like a vegetable but it tastes like a dessert. That's a great way to encourage kids to continue eating healthy when they leave. Um, pumpkin juice, butterbeer, wizardly soda, which is a newly created wizard product that was created after the Harry Potter movies by a famous witch and wizard. And that, that's a way you can actually serve Coke products. Then that would be on tap. Now, the end, okay? I know we're going pretty lengthy on this, on this video, and I'm excited about that. So I hope you guys really enjoy it. That's why we're going longer. But anyway, the end of it would be the house cup is awarded to one of the houses based on the performance of everybody there, okay? Then there would be prefect awards to select uh, students. So kids and adults would get prefect uh, badges that they get to take home. Then um, the story arc show uh, would provide the ending in the main room. Something would happen um, to give the final ending to your storyline um, as far as, you know, say it's the Dark Lord rising. So now you found out who it is they revealed themselves at the end and they have to there and then they get into a duel with one of the headmaster the headmaster of the school and they're trying to overtake the school and then all of a sudden all of you have to cast the same spell at this dark lord to 
um, banish him from the school or whatever. And that could be a really cool way to get you engaged at the at the main end um, and, and be a part of the plot, which I think is really cool. So again, that would play out differently with depending on what's going on and how the different experiences are, what story is is you know going on during your term that you're at school. Okay. Pricing. Okay, I know this is the big thing. This is the big, big thing that everybody would want to know um, is what's the price. That's what everybody wanted to know with the Galactic Star Cruiser. And the Galactic Star Cruiser, for a family of four, it's $6,000. Okay, for a family of two, it's like $4,800. So basically $5,000. And kind of in the middle there for a family of three. Obviously, you can do more people and it helps to save you more money the more people you do. But it's per person, not per room night. You know, it's it's based on per person rate, which has to be it has to be like that because of the way the food and everything like that is going to be included. This is all inclusive, okay? So, Star Wars: Galactic Star Cruiser is pretty much seven hundred fifty dollars per person per night for the six thousand dollar price, which is the like the best price you're going to get per person. So, seven hundred fifty dollars per person per night for four people package. Running some quick numbers on staffing, food costs, utilities, et cetera. Like I, I ran some things um, to try and figure out what this cost would come out to. And guys, I do have a, a new appreciation for the pricing of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. With everything they've done and what they've built, yes, it is overpriced a bit still, but this stuff can really rack up. The food costs, the utilities, the staffing, the labor, the theatrical talent they're having to pay for, all this stuff does really add up. And at the end of the day, it gets to a really high price tag. So the ability that they're able to keep it somewhat moderate um, would be great. Obviously, I think Disney is, is too high. I do think it is too high. I think they could get away with you know a $4,000 um, package you know, instead of the, the 4800 for two people. Get that down to 3500 Get the 6000 down to 4000 you. I think they could do that and get away with it, especially with their only two nights because that lets you do more and more voyages. Um, but running some quick numbers, I believe that for a Harry Potter resort like this in an area, not Orlando, Poconos, things like that, I think they could charge around $700 per person per night. Okay, so it's $50 less per person per night. It would be a $2,100 per person total experience, okay, um, which would be um, $2.8 million a year um, in profit and uh, roughly $71 million a year, or over 25 years of profit. So if it costs you you know, $40 million, $50 million to build this resort, you're gonna make your money on the back end if you're universal, so I think that can make a lot of sense. It gives you an extra day, okay, to explore, you know, and you could explore shorter two-night options if you want. Maybe they don't do three nights. Maybe they do two nights like Star Wars Galactic, Star Cruiser Hotel. But um, I think they could do $700 per person per night. If they do a two-night experience, then you're spending $1,400 per person um, at Disney. You know, even if you do if you do the two-person a night, that's $2,400 per person per night. If you do $6,000, that's $1,500 um, or $750 per person per night. Um, and that's a total experience uh, cost of like $1,500 or $1,500. So, um, you know, it gives you an extra day. You can explore shorter two-night options if they want, and that way it would get the cost down. You could probably still get the same amount of programming in there. Um, wouldn't really need as much of the amenities and stuff there, so maybe that could help get the cost down as well. But uh, you'd have a take-home robe. You'd have uh, a moving photo that you would take with your family that you could have on your 
um, on the mantle at your house. You'd have a gallon of butter beer that you take home that you made. You'd have snacks that you made and food that you made that you get to take home if you want, if you didn't eat them at the resort. Um, shows would be during you know the, the dinners and things, just like at Star Wars Glad Star Cruise Hotel. Um, and you'd have the same fun of the programming of Star Wars Glad Star Cruise Hotel. So, um, oh, and by the way, full amenities um, in the one we talked about just now. Um, night bus shuttle from the airport, which isn't included with Disney, um, and a graduation uh, gift. Graduation gift. And that's a diploma for you and your family. Uh, congratulations video uh, from the headmaster that could get emailed to you that has your family's name set on it or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of cool personalizations they can do to really drive up the value and make this even more worth it than what um, the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel is. But anyway, that is our thoughts. That's some of the things that we think. Obviously, we could go on and on about all the details, but we didn't want to bog you guys down for you know an hour and a half long video or an hour and a half long podcast. So um, what do you guys think? Do you think this would be an awesome experience? Would you do something like this for $700 per person per night? So if you're staying for two nights like Galactic Star Cruiser, it's only $1,400 per person. If you're staying um, three nights, it's $2,100. So would you do that? Because right now, if you're going as a family of four, it's $6,000. If you go as a family of four to this for a two night experience, you are looking at, you are looking at, and let's say it's the two night experience. Okay, so $1,400 times two times four, uh, that's not, Accurate. No, fourteen hundred dollars times four. Sorry, fifty-six hundred dollars. So it's four hundred dollars less than the Star Wars Glide Star Cruiser Hotel if you did the two-night experience, and then for a three-night, obviously it would be more expensive, but it'd be a higher value because you're there longer. Um, if it's a three-night experience. So anyway, what do you guys think? Do you think this would be a really awesome experience? Do you think they would have to do this in Orlando, or do you think they could get away with doing this somewhere else and having this be the only thing that's going on while you're there? I mean, you're a captive audience. That there's nothing else you're going to be doing. Everything's going to every bit of access money that you do have after spending this buttload of money is going to go into the gift shop and into the experiences that you have. Maybe they partner and with things in the area and do muggle studies, so you get to go to a shopping mall or whatever, and they actually take you via the night bus to that. So there's some really cool things I think they can do. Uh, but let me know what you guys thought. I hope you really enjoyed it. Again, we are going to do some more of these. Um, probably won't be as long as Harry Potter because there's so much content to the Harry Potter universe. But um, yeah, let us know what you thought. I uh, really appreciate you guys um, you know, listening. And again, we are travel agents. We specialize in Disney, Universal, World Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, Sandals Resort, you name it. We can pretty much take care of it. So feel free to reach out. We'd love to help you guys out with your next set of magical memories. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you guys again next week.